Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Bryant and today's motivational aim targets exercising empathy. This series of podcasts that I've had the opportunity to go over and share with listeners focuses on encouraging caregivers. As I've previously mentioned, my most recent Bible plan entitled Caregiver is available on the YouVersion Bible app. And within this Bible plan, I target some qualities that God-honoring caregivers display in their day-to-day operations. For those who are just tuning in for the first time, I identified the definition of a caregiver as a person who provides direct care for the needs of someone who cannot provide for their own needs. But in today's podcast... But unfortunately, there are some people who don't. Empathetic people have the ability to understand or feel what a person is experiencing from that individual's vantage point. But it is very hurtful when people don't display empathy. Most often, when people lack empathy, there is a major breakdown in a relationship, communication, or a function that requires cohesiveness. Now, caregivers who are empathetic They have the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. They understand the feelings of the person in need, what they are going through, and how it is a challenge for not only the one in need, but their loved ones and friends also. They also understand what it means to have someone on their team really cheering them on and encouraging them during the rough times. Caregivers who exercise empathy understand because they put themselves in the place of someone mentally for a moment to be able to relate. And in doing so, these types of caregivers are the ones most requested and the ones who are a joy to be around. When a God-honoring caregiver makes it a priority to exercise empathy, it is a true blessing. With the many distractions of life, People can get caught up forgetting about the needs or cares of those they proclaim to love or even care about. Now, there are times in life where life lessons and unexpected challenges cause a person to look at things from another vantage point. But looking outside of oneself to see the vantage point of others is a great trait to have, especially when it's paired with wisdom and discernment. Sometimes it takes a life-changing situation where someone is forced to help another person during a critical time in life for them to truly understand the value of God-honoring servitude, understanding, and sacrifice. It is in those moments when a caregiver exercises purposeful empathy, when people are influenced and serve as a God-honoring impact to countless others. Now, you have some caregivers who are empathetic, and they go the extra mile, and then some caregivers who will show no empathy whatsoever. The caregivers who show no empathy, they're just around, or they appear to just be around to seek the benefits for themselves, and that's not good. And there are issues where caregivers who are supposed to be administering care to people, 
They're sitting around just watching TV and eating people's food, talking on the phone, all whilst the person who is in need is in pain trying to make it to point A to point B. And that was a situation that I experienced where I went to go check on a person in need. And when I walked in, the quote-unquote caregiver was actually sitting there watching TV. They were on the phone. They were watching The Price is Right. So when she addressed me at the door after I knocked, she just said to me, the quote-unquote caregiver, oh, uh, how can I help you? I let her know that I was there to see the person in need. So she lets me in, but when I looked around, she was a little too comfortable in that house. So I went to the back to go see if the person was doing fine, and when they saw me, they was excited, they was talking to me. And now the person in need is trying to go to the restroom, trying to walk to the restroom and where it would have taken them at least five seconds to get to the restroom if they were well and not on a walker and not having all types of issues, health concerns. They would have got there in five seconds, but it took them around 10 to 15 minutes just to make it to the restroom, a five second walk. So... I'm over there trying to help out. The person in need is literally inching to the restroom, sweating. And I'm looking like, what? what's going on? Where is the caregiver? So I looked around, and I saw her on the couch, you know, just sitting there watching The Price is Right. So I was like, hey, you know, what, what's up? She needs some help. She needs some assistance. What are you going to do about this? And the quote-unquote caregiver tells me as she's watching her morning programs, oh, she likes to do things by herself. When I heard that, I was flabbergasted because I sat there, stood there, and witnessed the individual in need, as I just told you, inching to the restroom, sweating, out of breath, trying to go to the restroom. While the person who was receiving payment as a caregiver sat there, watched TV, on the phone, doing whatever she wanted to do. Now, sidebar, I understand that there are some individuals who are in need. They do like to do things on their own. They do want to take those steps of recovery and rehabilitation. So they are proactive. And you have caregivers who do step back, but they're still there to assist and to guide individuals. But I'm speaking about this particular caregiver in these types of situations where people are not there to exercise empathy. They're just there to do whatever the heck they want to do. Because in this situation, had this individual exercised empathy, they would realize if I was in this person's shoes... Would I want somebody sitting there watching TV, watching The Price is Right on the phone, saying, oh, she like to do things on her own by herself while I'm struggling? So I asked the person who was in need, I said, hey, how long has she been working here? Then she told me, and then she whispered, Nietzsche, just don't say nothing right now. Don't say nothing because, you know, they, these people, some of them, they'll abuse you, and I, I just don't have, no, just don't say nothing. 
So I was like, oh gosh. And I am well aware of individuals who are supposed to be caregivers who do abuse people that they're supposed to be caring for. So I understand her concern. And I understand how she felt. But I also understood that somebody's supposed to be sitting here helping you. And if they're not doing their job, we need to make arrangements. Or somebody needs to make some arrangements to get the right person in and get the wrong person out. So later on, when the person in need made it to the restroom, handled up on their business, did everything that they needed to do, they sat down where the caregiver was watching her morning programs, and she identifies our relationship. So she tells the caregiver who I am to her. Then the caregiver jumps up, and now she's trying to fix water. You need something to drink? What do you need? You need me to go get your blanket? You feel okay? Is it too warm in here? Is it too cold? Then she started trying to get medicine together. And when I saw that, it was a horrible sight to witness because she appeared to want to get right when she found out the relationship. And from the time she found out who I was to this person, she was trying to hold conversations with me, trying to be nice, hee hee, ha ha, all in my face trying to give all these compliments, saying how well the person in need is doing, all the strides they're making, and how she's just a delight to be around. She's the best, and she just, this is one of her easy clients. And I thought to myself, I bet she is. Because when I walked in, you was chilling, watching TV on the phone. And then as I'm leaving, she walking me outside, talking to me, just really trying to hold a conversation. But she messed up because she didn't know me when I first got there. She'd never seen me before. And when I walked in, I saw the true dynamic of her daily routine with the person in need, what she was not doing. But she jumped up when she realized, oh, she might be fired. And after I expressed these concerns with the person who is in charge of the person in need, who takes care of all of the affairs. I expressed that to them, and they told me, I'm glad you went over there, because I was having issues with that caregiver, and I just couldn't catch her. It's like I saw things, but I didn't know. But I'm glad you went over there, because uh, I'm through with her. And they let her go. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people who serve as caregivers even if you employ a caregiver to watch someone in need for a period of time throughout the day while you go make a living and do what you need to do, you've probably experienced some situations like this where you just are baffled, flabbergasted that people do not exercise empathy. People, Some people do not care. They just see it as, oh, let me just go over here and sit down and just watch these people. But there's a difference between watching and really caring for someone. Because if you are watching someone, you can't just sit there and just look at them and do nothing. But when you're actively exercising empathy, you're getting involved, you're really serving. That's a difference. And there are a lot of people who can be caregivers to the people within their sphere of influence, but they choose not to. And they proclaim to do these great things for people, but their actions show what they're about. Their words show what they're about. 
and an example of a caregiver who didn't even have to be a caregiver, but it was in them to exercise empathy, is the parable of the Good Samaritan. And that is found in Luke, the 10th chapter, and the 30th through the 37th verse, which I'm going to read. And I encourage you to read this in your own study time also. Once again, the scripture passage is Luke, the 10th chapter, and the 30th through the 37th verse. Okay. Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he encountered robbers who stripped him of his clothes and belongings, beat him, and went their way unconcerned, leaving him half dead. Now by coincidence, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite also came down to the place and saw him and passed by on the other side of the road. But a Samaritan, a foreigner, who was traveling, came upon him, and when he saw him, he was deeply moved with compassion for him, and went to him and bandaged up his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them to soothe and disinfect the injuries. And he put him on his own pack animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day, he took out two denarii, two days' wages, and gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I return. Which of these three do you think proved himself a neighbor to the man who encountered the robbers? He answered, The one who showed compassion and mercy to him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and constantly do the same. So after reading that or listening to it, you can see clearly that people had the opportunity to administer care to somebody who was in need, but they walked off. They walked away. And those two people who walked past the person in need, they held prominent positions in the church. And no, I'm not saying people in church don't think about people. But there are some people who proclaim to be one way, but their actions prove otherwise. That's just what it is. And you had a person on the side of the road, a Samaritan, who during those times, they didn't even associate with one another. But that Samaritan saw the person in need who had been stripped, beaten, taken advantage of. The good Samaritan, the person that people probably would have thought wouldn't have done anything, they exercised empathy and they took it upon themselves to pay for the person's hotel stay, bandage them up, make sure that they were well, looked out for them, gave them a ride to the hotel, the inn, if you were to use modern day terms. They did all of that to make sure that this person had the right care administered to them because they were exercising empathy in that very moment. So that's a great example of somebody who was exercising empathy. And then the best example of a person who was all God and all man at the same time, who exercised divine empathy and who is the divine caregiver of all is Jesus Christ. And all throughout scripture, there are numerous events where Jesus Christ displayed loving empathy to people. Jesus was moved to compassion when he saw the people he loved 
and those he would sacrifice his life for in pain and despair. Jesus is empathetic of every situation every person endures and encounters. And there should never be a question in one's mind regarding the empathetic nature of Jesus Christ. Jesus took on every hurt, pain, sickness, and heartache that every person would ever experience. And by Jesus exercising empathy, he endured it all and cared for each and every one of us. Jesus didn't allow distractions to impede his assignment. Jesus is the divine empathetic caregiver. It is a blessing to know that although caregivers assist in the needs of others, Jesus is supplying the needs of all. Jesus cares for the caregiver as well as those in need. And it's a reward to know that Jesus divinely cares and comes through for you. Jesus is the caregiver's example in exercising love and empathy. And a scripture I want to leave you with today is Colossians, the third chapter and the 23rd verse, which reads, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters. The reason I chose this scripture as a reminder for caregivers is that at times, life's challenges can present us with issues that make it hard to go through the day. But when we work, we are not primarily doing it to please people. We are putting our heart into our work because we should be aiming to primarily do it to please God. There are promised rewards associated with helping people in need. So caregivers, be encouraged as you exercise empathy. And don't forget, even though that you're a caregiver, Jesus Christ is exercising empathy towards you also. You're in need too, and God promised that he's supplying each and every one of your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. So be encouraged. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Caregiver Bible Study. And on the site, you can grab some apparel aimed to inspire and remind you that God is the one providing you with care as you administer care. Connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target and on the YouVersion Bible app where you can download, subscribe, and complete a variety of Bible devotionals. Remain encouraged as you care for others as God cares for you. Peace and God bless.